Hey, Gallivanters, and welcome to the Girls Out Gallivanting podcast. This is Ty, and I am joined with my wonderful co-hosts, Katira. Hi, guys. Natasha. Hey, everybody. Tiffany. Hey, welcome back. And this week, we have a very special guest, a guy out gallivanting. He is big brother to myself and Katira, Larry. Hey, Larry. Hey, Larry. Yo, what's up? What's up? Thanks. All right. So we have a very special uh, podcast today filled with stories. I'm sure it's going to be a lot of laughing because half of the co-hosts have no clue how things went down for the Destin trip that Katira and I just came back from. It was a, a family trip, you know, God brother, God sister trip. So myself and my family, Katira and her family, and then Larry and his lovely lady, we all went to Destin, Florida. So we're going to be talking about some details from that trip. But first, as always, Natasha is going to kick it off with our globe trotter. Yay! Thank you. Thank you, Ty. Um, so since we have a very special episode, that sounded so 90s, I'm going to just tell you right now, um, of the GOG Travel podcast, I wanted to kind of set the stage. I don't know the story. I'm one of the hosts that don't know the story that's coming on, but I wanted to be able to use our special guest as our official globetrotter because he has been all over the place. So, um, Larry, I got a few questions for you um, that, okay. as you know, our, our globetrotters are always you know, pretty interesting people and you are a pretty interesting person. Um, in the work that you have done over the course of your career. So just to kick us off, um, what was your role and how did that come about you becoming a globetrotter within that role? Um, yeah, thanks for having me on. Um, how I became a globetrotter, um, I took a executive IT position. Um, and then I'll just, I'll just say um, at the White House, um, so I basically did uh, executive communications, IT uh, stuff for um, the White House. And from that, I traveled to a lot of different um, places everywhere domestically. Um, I've been to a whole lot of places uh, overseas and things like that. And um, lots and lots of stores, lots and lots of headaches uh, and things like that. So. I enjoy doing it. Um, I do it. I did advanced stuff. So um, basically showing up in whatever city, whatever country and setting up IT uh, systems so that um, our executive can uh, do their job anywhere in the world. All right. All right. More. Very interesting indeed. Um, what was your favorite place during your professional travels? So my favorite place would have to be in Brazil, in Rio. Um, that was that was oh, a very detail. <laughs> that was a great experience. Um, stayed at a really nice hotel. It was probably four star hotel. Um, right across the street was the beach, so you could go over to the beach. The waters were super clear. Um, 
and so that was that was a highlight and it was all kind of different shopping um you did can you actually get go robbed? to oh my i God. did not get robbed because um, but i was very aware Please be of going to down guess. Well, i feel like that's I'm part of the experience <laughs> that's part of the travel experience <laughs> get robbed. Oh, you heard him say it was four well, or no. five stars. He wasn't staying at the red roof. And I feel like that had no weight on other people traveling to Brazil and getting robbed. Like that didn't matter. That's because like Twitch, because Twitch traveled, traveled to Brazil too. Oh, okay. He's I feel like that the area that they robbed people no. in the mo No? Okay. No. No, no. Larry is shaking his no. head. Yes. Okay. So, so, so Rio. Who been in the Brazil like Larry? Where robbery is very high. <laughs> um, so traveling, traveling with my job. Um, I so what happens is we get a, we get a um a clearance uh a basically a as far as the threat to look out for when you're in whatever country. Um, and that was one of the things. So um, the best thing is to not go places by yourself and venturing out at night. Um, you I can go to restaurants right. here and there during the day by yourself, but uh, venturing out at night, going weird places, getting in, you know, getting in random cars and meeting people, it's a no-go. Um, you shouldn't be in a, a different country just meeting random people that you don't like know. Like um, Because you... Exactly. And I was going to say, and, because stuff has popped off from situations like that. Jobs have been yeah. lost. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, and, and I've heard of, I've heard of uh, stories of on a trip I was on as well. I know this is a little off topic, but a trip I was on, um, a guy met this girl. Um, and we had, in every country we go to, Hey, don't do certain things or whatever. And so he did not remember. He said he didn't remember. Uh, but he woke up to his wallet being gone, his passport being gone, his uh, White House credentials being gone, and everything like that. And he had no recollection of anybody or whatever. Or he probably knew who the person was vaguely. But um, yeah, so. And so he basically got in a lot of trouble. Um, and those are big, those are big offenses. So especially if you invite somebody into your room in a, uh, a foreign country, um, kind of no go. Um, as far as our line of work. Was, um, Cause she probably said her mm -hmm. name is Tina. Her name ain't Tina. And exactly. he got, got. That happens. Why her name had to be Tina? Name you don't though. have to go to Rio. <laughs> that happens at uh, bars in Southwest Washington. Everywhere. DC. Every day, B. Yeah. Okay, so Brazil. Brazil was your top was place that you visited. Sweet. Mm -hmm. What was mm -hmm. the least favorite? Um, my least I'm joking. That's Natasha's least favorite. <laughs> So my my least favorite and kind of favorite, I know it's like an oxymoron, really, um, but I, I enjoy aspects of it, um, was um, Beijing, China. Um, that was a very unique trip. I enjoyed going to the Great Wall. I didn't like the flight, super long flight. 
Um, and I don't like being on airplanes that long. But however, I went. Oh, really? Um, you ain't watch a whole. <laughs> I guess he wouldn't like being on flights for a long time. He's sitting up here watching air disasters. Air disasters. <laughs> You're right. With 13 hours wait. straight. Ain't nobody going to say wait. nothing about Larry's soaps, though. Okay, all right. Wait, wait, wait. wait. <laughs> Wait, okay, so wait, wait, wait. How long is this flight? Let me ask that first. Um, I feel like that was maybe about with, with your layup with uh, a connecting flight. I want to say about maybe 20 hours or so. Okay. Ooh, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I've yeah. done, the longest I've done is 16. Mm. And I was, by the time I was, by the time I was got to the place where we were going, I was like, I, I literally never want to look at another plane again. No, be like, I live here now. Right. This is where I, just, this is where I'm, I live now. I'm here. <laughs> I'm here. So I can imagine that, like, at 20 hours, I think at 20 hours, I'd have been like, can we open the door? And I'll, I'll, I'll swim. I'll swim. She's I like, I'm going to go for the door? Can we open the door? I'm actually just tired. I would like to hit the earth and make this be over. <laughs> So Larry, what were, what were the top yeah. points of that trip? So I know, like what what made it bad was so obviously I'm I'm going over there um, um, as a representative for um, United States and our whole team of of people, and so we stay at we they pick and vet hotels out. Um, so we got to you know the idea is going over to a country like that. Do not leave any kind of documentation. And don't leave any kind of electronics whatsoever in your rooms. If you are leaving, we have a, a, another location um, that you can drop your stuff off at, or you take it with you. Everything, wow. um, because um, we had a lot of people. Um, all of a sudden, you leave your rooms. It's like, oh, I'm gonna run downstairs real quick, and I'll be right back within five minutes. And somebody's coming out of your. Oh yeah, we're doing housekeeping, whatever. I didn't call y'all. And why you're here? So, um, sure with that. And one day we went to a meeting. Um, it was offsite, not at the hotel. Um, and when we got back to the hotel, they had shut the hotel down, and we could not get back into the hotel. Um, they basically was like, "Oh, we need your credentials or whatever." And so we were outside the gate, staying outside. It's a whole bunch of us. It's probably about 20 of us trying to get back in because we just left a meeting or whatever. And so we're thinking like, hey, they're trying to go through our stuff and, and, and go through our rooms or whatever. So that's one of the places that you have to really be careful at when it comes to, you know, because I'm a uh, I'm a retired soldier. Um, so we, we use uh, operation security. And so we have to be aware of everything that we do. Yeah, they know we're American. I mean, hands down, we look like Americans, whatever we're speaking English. So, um, even the, you? what you even <laughs> they knew you, even oh, okay, yep. Um, so the, the, biggest, the biggest thing is that you can make sure that you safeguard your documentation, all your credentials, and your electronics, and then you're good. But, um, it, it was very difficult. Um, just dealing with um, the host nation um, as far as that. But yeah. I think that's a good tip yeah. for anyone traveling. 
just like electronics because you never know you just you never know so mm-hmm. ensure that you're safeguarding your things you don't know who may be coming in to get information of any type so okay what were your highlights because i know my highlight of you going to china was you came back with those beats by kim Beats by who? Were they beat D A E T S? sister. My beats by Kim right here after all these years. Hey, Dre sister. That's Dr. Dre sister. Oh, my God. Beats by Dr. Dre. Dre, 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 Kim Dre, Chang, Dr. Dre, Chang. They can print anything they want to print on them. Oh, <laughs> oh my They gosh. probably made in the same factory. Probably. <laughs> That's an issue. That's a big issue that, that happens over there is that anything that they get their hands on, they take it apart and figure out how to make it. <laughs> Was that like your highlight? The shopping and the things that you were able to get. Um, that was that was a highlight to go and and uh, cause that was what everybody was doing. We was like, oh, we gonna go down to the um, I forgot what they call it, and we gonna we gonna go down to the market and we gonna get these uh, we they got these beats by beats by Kim out here. We gonna get the the quality is the same. Um, but it's not. It serves its purpose. But they're I pretty good. I mean, everything. they're good. Mm-hmm. You ain't get yeah, us no Louis, think, um, um, no Fui Vitsen bags or nothing. No Fuji bags. <laughs> I did. No Louis, I did. Louis, uh, a Fui Vuitton. A Fui Vuitton. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. What else do you have for our globe trotter, Natasha? Anyway, so what was the uh, what was the most surprising location you've been to, and why? The most surprising location probably would be. Um, St. Croix um, in the islands. So that was very, um, I didn't know it was, um, it was predominantly people that look like me. I mean, I'm on a light shade, but a lot of dark, a lot of um, black people um, there. Um, It was good. The beaches were amazing there. Um, It was a great time. Yeah, so Larry, that's one of the things that I actually pointed out, I think, in one of our earlier podcasts. It was the Natasha and I's very first cruise and just going to the islands. And I'm like, I didn't know that the people were going to look. I was like, they look more like me than I look like me. (laughs) You know? But what I'm curious though, what was your expect like what'd you expect for the cruise to look for me more like Polynesian, like Hawaiian type, in my mind, I thought that's what they uh, would okay. look like. like. A red undertone. Mm-hmm. Well, they didn't look like Larry, so. No, they no, look, right? no, they didn't look like me. <laughs> they didn't look like me. No way. Yeah. I will say because that's that, I think that's a that's a that's a fair like surprising thing because the first time I went to Jamaica. I, I mean, my entire family is Jamaican and they look like me. So I don't know why I was so shocked that I was going to end up going to an island of people that look just like the people that I grew up with. But mm. I think what's surprising is sometimes like you, 
living in the United States or at least living in predominantly Western countries, you see advertisements that don't look like you and you see people doing things that don't look like you so often that it becomes like a like the normal. And so when you head over into like island nations and you know, all the advertisements are black people and all the commercials, except for like a few, are black people. And you know, people at, you know, these high end places who would they would usually put either very fair or white people in place, they're all black people. It's a little like surprising. So I can I can definitely see that. Um, and I guess one of my last questions would be, um, what's one of your number one tips for personal travel and number one tip for professional travel if it's different than the personal one? Um, number one tip would be make sure you have all of your essential documents. Um, that can go for personal um, or business as well. Make sure you have all your whether it's medications or any kind of medical condition that you may have. Make sure you have that. Um, and also, um, <laughs> I used to travel a whole lot, like like almost every other week I would be gone. Um, and so I basically kept my bags kind of packed uh, for the most part, come home. Uh, do laundry, repack bags. Um, so sometimes I think what's good for me is um, having a little checklist to make sure that you got all of your essentials um, because I'm going there. Uh, so, so, oh, because I just so, gave him a look. <laughs> you better so, say what I think you need to say. <laughs> I believe I went to I don't know. I, I feel like it was Ohio or something like that. And I'm like, and I got to my hotel room and I was getting ready for my flight. And um, I was getting ready to shower, change or whatever. And I'm like, oh crap. I don't have any underwear at all. I forgot all of them. You all said all of them. All of them. All of them. <laughs> All And so what I had to do is I had to go to the store um, and, and purchase new ones. Oh, oh man. No. But not only so that, just make sure I think there was at least one time that you were at work and you could not leave. And this was back when I was living with Larry. And he called me like, oh, my God, have you left the house yet? <laughs> and I had to drive, I think, your hygiene bag out to you. And I'm rolling up on the gate like, oh, my God. <laughs> like, what is going on? This looks so suspect. Like, <laughs> Here's your bag full of various liquids and creams and paste. And you're like, what? <laughs> yeah, that's All right, well. I appreciate that, Larry. Uh, again, it's always great to have a guest on the show, and it's always great that that guest is a globetrotter as well. So thank you so much for giving us some groundwork before you launch into what I believe is about to be a, a fairly interesting story of 
I guess, preparedness. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. But um, before we get into that, I'm sure that Tiff has some uh, twits for us. Is that where we're going to? Um, I do Twitch travel um, too. Y'all, they out here in these streets. So real quick, and I'm going to try to make it quick because I still don't know what Larry is <laughs> going to tell us about. And, you know, I'm itching to know what we're really here to talk about today. So I'm going to get to this clip and make it happen. So anywho, um, it was July the 20th. So a couple of days ago, the location of the twit is at the most magical place on earth, Disney World. And if you're not sure, Disney World is the location in Florida. Uh, there were two families involved in this here twitting. And they were in line at the Phil Margic Theater, which I guess is kind of like the Philharmonic, but you know, with a mouse. <laughs> anyway, um, so they're in line. There's two families. I don't know these people's last names. And all of this is going to be allegedly... Okay, so the two <laughs> families we're going to talk about is the Red family and the Chartreuse family. Okay. Oh, I like Chartreuse. Okay. So anyway, <laughs> so the Red family, and I'm going to call them the Red family because all of them in true uh, Black folk form showed up to the Magic Kingdom wearing matching outfits. They had on these white and red tops, and everybody had red shorts on. And one of the girls I was fighting, no BS, had these real cute, like, red and white polka dot shorts. And I wish she would tell everybody where she got the shorts from because they're real cute. But anyway, back to the story. So we have the Red family and the Chartreuse family. Someone from the Chartreuse family, they're in line waiting, and they realize that they left their cell phone somewhere else like on a prior ride, wherever it was. So the family stayed. One person left, left the line, went down, retrieved the cell phone from wherever it was. Left. And when they were trying to come back in line, the Red family was like, where are you about to go? You're not cutting in this line. And the lady was like, yeah, I am. I'm not cutting. Like, I just left for a minute to get my phone. Like, that's my family, blah, blah, blah. The Red family was like, I don't care who they is. You need to go to the back. Okay. Whatever. Everybody gets on the ride. We, we have fun. Yay. Okay. <sighs> Kick on the mask. When the Red family gets off, they wait at the exit until the Chartreuse family is finished getting out of the theater as well. They was that mad about this girl cutting, air quote, in line. They waited for these people. Chartreuse family comes out. They see the people waiting there, and they're like, look, won't want no problems. It's really not that serious. However, and but, I don't appreciate you talking to my little sister like that. Like, we don't want no beef. Let it go. You trash, but we're going to let it go. We're here at the most magical place on earth. And that, that's how it's said, quote, end quote. End quote. We at the most magical place on earth. Don't magically get you. Anyway, so. Oh, my God. You know what? <laughs> obviously, those I words were not right. met with a sense of welcoming. A verbal altercation ensues. And next thing you know, nothing ended up bucking. That's how yeah. it went. 
Now, all of a sudden, now people didn't got their phones out. Now, we don't have any, I wasn't able to locate any footage of the verbal back and forth. Because, again, we're at Disney World. <laughs> so, I didn't see anybody who caught, like, the pre. But all accounts seem to be agreeing that this is what started out with some words. Next thing you know, somebody threw a punch. And then the video started. All you see is a brawl. It's not just one person fighting one person. I, as a spectator, the main thing that I appreciated about the fight was that the Red <laughs> family did have matching outfits because both families were of brown coloring. And it was kind of hard. It was so many of them fighting. It's like <laughs> 10 versus 10. It's like a lot of them. And so, you know, you see people fight. You try and figure yes. out who, who the enemy, uh -uh. Who is the enemy. And so you I, to I knew team. that everybody that had a red short song was in the red family. And the they were out family, of line. They were uncomfortable. First of all, this is how you knew they was going to lose the fight. They didn't even come prepared with their matching shirts. Oh, so what were you head. even doing here? Why are you even here? Who comes to Magic Kingdom not ready to fight without matching shirts? Okay. That's not how we do it at the okay. Magic Kingdom. What's the magic in mismatching? None. Mm -hmm. None. Mm -hmm. I, I know there's so many faults in that. I, I do. I, I, I don't even thing. know where to start. I, I don't even. But I do want to say because I just watched the fight while Tiffany was talking. <laughs> <laughs> Google that, that. she has a valid point it does make it a little bit easier who <laughs> is fighting who and so just, you know I do appreciate the coordination because people were messy. people were oh. seeing thrown like and then you know the internet is so awful because people were like taking they were there was a video but people were like screenshotting the video and yeah, people were. like pulling their hand back about to throw a punch and the whole time I'm watching this I'm like this is embarrassing on every level and where are the kids? Because, <laughs> I mean, the kids, where were the children? Because they, the they were like, oh, we're not short now. The line short. We about to go back through the Philharmonic uh, Theater because mommy over there beating somebody up over over. But you nothing. know what? The kids not there because this is not the first time. Let's okay. be honest. <laughs> like we already know so, how this is going to play out. To wrap it up. To wrap the story up, end result was um, people being banned from the. Uh, oh, look, you watching the video? People were banned from the park, obviously. Uh, two people were arrested for misdemeanor battery charges. Somebody had to go into amber lamps because they had like a cut on a chain. You know, regular stuff that happens if you get jumped. Um. One of the families, and I wasn't able to tell which family it was, apparently they were staying at a Disney property supposedly for two weeks. But since they since you can't act right, you got to go. Gotta go. Probably Disney, wow. you know how Disney go, they gangster, they probably didn't even give these people their refunds. Mm -mm. If they wouldn't let Shonda Rhimes in there, remember I think we talked about that. If they wouldn't give Shonda Rhimes an extra ticket, they absolutely Amen kick these people out and Shonda was making money for them because ABC I believe is tied that's what we talked about mm -hmm. and also if you want to check the video out another thing that I appreciated was 
the security who does not have the type of experience that our um, guest has as far as securing any daggone thing was walking around like, I ain't about to break that up. They were like, mm -mm. please stop, stop. <laughs> <laughs> stop it. You know who they be like, listen, she's wonderful. <laughs> and the other people were beautiful. And if yes. I was her, Miss made the right decisions. I'm not gonna no, I'm gonna tell you who they need dollars an hour. I'm not breaking up. I'm not about to break y'all remember old girl down at Disney. I believe we shared that video who um caught that snake. Yeah. Remember she had the little the little the long things the grabbers, you know, reach stick, and there was a snake at Disney, and one of the workers was pretty much just like stand back, I got this. And use the grabbers to grab the snake. Okay. No fear in her heart. That's who they needed there to referee that fight. But there were like there was a character hurt. Like I was reading in one of the articles that like at least one character was hurt, possibly two. And I was like, okay, so you were fighting? They lying. Like, and let me tell you how I know they lying. They trying to get some workers comp fraud. That's workers comp fraud. It's hot. Mind, we in Florida. It's hot in them little goofy uniform. Probably be 87 degrees up underneath oh. that thing. They like, shoot. Let me tell them I got hit when a polka dot shorts was swinging. So I ain't, I can oh take off for a week or two. They lying. They need to investigate that claim. Oh my God. Oh man. Thank so, you, Tiffany, for um for this week twits. Anytime. <laughs> and travel updates. All I really have is just the realization that these airports are struggling staff-wise. And it's getting to a point where many of them are becoming luggage graveyards. You know, one airport overseas has restricted passengers to carry-on bags only. I believe it was Delta who had to fly a plane full of a thousand bags, zero passengers, yeah. luggage only, back to the US. And then there was an American Airlines passenger who was told to go retrieve his own bag. And his bag was 4,000 miles away because he was already back home here in America. So <clears throat> this luggage thing is, is getting real. And that is just a segue into today's topic because we, I guess we're just going to have to look out for ourselves when it comes to these bags, <laughs> when it comes to these bags. That's the only way I can put it. We're going to have to look out for ourselves. So as I said at the beginning of the podcast, we just got back from, from a family trip, 11 of us. You know, from the youngest gallivanter, my baby was, what, four months at the time, to the oldest gallivanter, which is us, you know, 11 of us, gone. Airbnb, we all flew down on the same flight, flew back on the same flight, you know, rented cars. You know, I did a slideshow presentation before our trip and everything, y'all. Really? Really? I did. I did. It was on my birthday. We had, PowerPoint. I did a whole PowerPoint. Yes. Before. So the day before we left was my birthday, my 40th. What? What? 
I'm 40 shorty. But <laughs> we um we had dinner at Larry's house. All 11 of us are there. And before I went, I'm like, hey, brother, uh, if if I bring my iPad over, will you be able to put the PowerPoint up on the big screen? Explain to me why they thought it was a PowerPoint of like me through the years. They thought I put yeah, together it like right. We thought it was it was your birthday, and we thought you wanted to be like, oh, let me show you. This is a, a milestone birthday. Yeah. And you, okay. We thought you wanted to like show us all of these pictures all the years, and no, it was a it was a PowerPoint nope. presentation, i.e., a briefing. On a trip. So, y'all, I had that thing. She had an agenda page and everything. I, I love it. I did. From I the beginning to the end, I had photos embedded of the actual yeah. house. I had the room assignments oh, all the way down to a page with like the Wi Fi code, the house address, like all the access codes and everything. I had our convoy plan because yes, we convoyed um, to the airport. Like and we have no a, and detail. We and so we had an SP time as well. Oh, we did. Yeah. Hmm. We go. I told them mess around in this movement if you want. <laughs> like don't play. And so the fun, the funniest part was that everyone who who went was prior service, with the exception of. Larry's lady, so like, well, and Diego's aunt, but like everyone else, we're all prior service, so everyone totally got everything I was saying. Toby continuous continuously was like, "What does that mean? Like, an issue? Like, is she serious? So that's like, that's a thing." (laughs) (laughs) And listeners, if y'all remember, Toby is our friend who did clued up with us. Yes. So yes, and she has a YouTube a, channel. Tuesdays with Toby. Tuesdays with mm-hmm. Toby. Y'all have kind of met. Y'all have met Toby Toby before, um, <clears throat> and that's Larry's partner. So yes, uh, poor Toby. We gonna keep her in y'all thoughts and prayers. Did y'all take MREs? Because I feel like the way you set this up, y'all should have had some MREs or something <laughs> to take <laughs> on the trip. Because y'all taking convoys and whatnot. The convoy, it wasn't that long, but we did have snacks, and especially on the way back, because we had to clear out the house, and we went to the grocery store, I think, every day. So we lost tea, and she's having trouble getting back in. I sent her a link. I'm not sure why. Um, Give me a second. Okay. But yeah, so there she is. Now, Ty did tell me that she was going to be doing a PowerPoint. And I was like, I've never been more proud and happy. <laughs> I know. I was on my yes. love language. Natasha, I don't I'm going to send it to you. You would have been Please so do. proud. Do. When, when so. she was like, I'm, I'm doing the PowerPoint tonight. I was like, of what? She's like, of the trip. I'm like, oh my God. That sounds amazing. <laughs> I'm talking so, so about so like, me. All I have all I have talked about the fact that I did this PowerPoint for um for the trip. I'm I'm sending it to Natasha, right? Send it to I me too, it. because you know I'm I'm here for okay, all that. Okay, I'll send I, it to the group chat. 
it starts off with, uh, with the beautiful beach of Destin, Florida, because that's where we went. And it says TNT Travels Presents, you know, TNT, oh, wow. that's T and Ty, yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> presents the inaugural Real Families of T-Representation. What you wanted me to say, it. first annual? Oh my God, don't <laughs> you dare. <laughs> I'm sorry, I interrupted. So what did they say? The inaugural what? <clears throat> Real families of two rivers vacation because we all live in the same neighborhood. Have fun. Oh you said God. the real, not the real oh housewife, the real, the family, real families of two rivers. Okay, next, can we get into the topic? Did you know you were a co-star in her soap opera? Because I feel like this is, is giving soap opera. Ain't no, that what we call them know. now? We call them soaps, right? <laughs> we call everything so far because I know that Okay, so anyway, we get to the airport, you know, checking bags and stuff like that. Ooh, I have another Gallerant um, topic for T. Ooh, because we have a Gallerant for y'all. I'm going to text you, T. I'm going to text you offline. But, um, but yeah, Larry, get into it. All right. All right. Um, so like you already know, we all went to Destin, Florida. Um, I was pretty excited. Uh, I wanted to go to Destin, um, for a couple of years now, I heard about it and it was like, oh, that's like the best kept secret or whatever, Destin, Florida. So super excited. Pandemic kind of put a, um, a halt on those, uh, plans to go down to Destin a couple of years ago. So we made, we made it, uh, happen to Destin. So I was excited. Um pack my bag so i'm very strategic about um packing because i i've, I've traveled a lot and kind of just bouncing all over the place or whatever and so i don't like to be i'm building the story up too so i don't like to be cold on the plane so i'm like all right cool i'm gonna wear some you know like workout pants um and then i'm gonna have me some shorts and a t-shirt just a little in my backpack because i keep a little center just in case you know something pop off and you you just never know and you just got a little change of clothes in your backpack or whatever, and you got your essentials in there. So you like, okay, so cool. You ain't have no draws the last. None. No. He forgot all of them. All of them. No, you no not one. <laughs> so, so we get to so flight was good. Um, direct flight which i love direct flights um got there um we're on the back of the plane and i'm seeing the um bags get um taken off the back off the uh off the plane from under the belly and so i'm like okay cool all right um and i was like this is a small airport i need to be off of this plane as soon as possible so i can get the baggage plane because i know everybody got you know got to get kids and all thing is i get the baggage plane now, because by the time we get there, we're on the back of the plane, um, those bags are going to be coming. And it's a small airport. So I get down the baggage claim. I'm the I'm out of the group. I'm the first one down. Two carousels. Yeah, they got two carousels in the whole airport. In the whole airport. So, Which, um, honey, but, sorry, what airport was this? What? One? Yeah. Justin. This is, 
This is in Destin Florida. Oh, Destin okay. has their own airport. Yeah. Okay. I'm, I'm, I'm trying. Yeah. Okay. Two, but two carousels, like two and your boy that worked down there, he was like, "Hey, because you know the rental car counters are right there too." So a lot of people were going straight to the rental car counter. And the guy who worked okay. there is like, hey, you know, we have planes landing back to back. Come get these bags. If you don't come get them, I'm locking them up. He was like, come get these bags. And I'm like, why is he tripping? And then I looked and I realized, oh, okay, all so of the planes that, that land. Small airport, you mean mm-hmm. literally there's two right. whole carousels for the whole airport. Yeah. And, then and every the plane, plane that lands, the, the bags come off on the same carousel okay. for all airlines. They Tracking. Go. Okay. So yeah. Larry peeps that there's not a whole lot going on in this airport. And in your mm-hmm. mind, you said, I need her to get up off of here and get my stuff. Okay, Karen can't say you. Cool. So I, I, I've been on, mo- I've been in a number of airports, large and very small. And I know sometimes small can be a little dysfunctional or they can just be limited on resources in my bags that they're really quick. Um, so I wanted to get down there and start grabbing bags. So I got down there. Um, as soon as I got down there, I believe I, so I just like grabbing everybody's bag and putting them to the side because I'm the only one down here. So I'm grabbing bags or whatever. I need you to put I some respect on the Tumi, okay? Don't just say Ty's bag. Put some respect oh on that Tumi. Like it was a crown royal bag. Mess up Mrs. Tumi to you. <laughs> I saw the exclusive Tumi bag of Ty's. Matter of fact, not one, but two. She had two Tumi bags. So I was Tumi like, Man, okay, cool. Grab those bags, started grabbing bags, everybody that I recognized. And then when the conveyor belt stopped, I'm like, where my bag at? I got everybody bag but my own. So, you know, I'm like, okay, okay, cool. Let me see if I see it or whatever. So I'm looking around. I don't see anybody take it off by mistake and it's, you know, off the belt. So I'm, I'm, I can't really move because I got like six bags in front of me. And so one of the um, baggage claim agents came. She was like, you got everything you need? I was like, no, I don't have my bag. And she was like, uh, do you have your, uh, your baggage ticket or whatever? And so I'm like, yeah, I got it. I went to my backpack, um, pulled it out the side because I, you know, I got a little strategic places that I always put my stuff aside and gave it to her. She was like, "You did you did you tag the bag or somebody else tagged? Could it be on another?" I said, "No, I tagged this bag. This is my only bag that I tagged, and this is it. And this is my tag for it." And uh, and she was like, "Okay, let me let me look. I just want to check just to make sure. Okay, you can check all these bags if you want, but." I know I packed this bag and I put my own tag on it. Um, and so she was like, okay, cool, it's not here. Let me go and check the system. Um, she went into her office and checked the system. She was like, your bag arrived. And I was like, okay, cool. Um, and so at this time, I'm like, I have air tags in my bag. I should, I put air tags in my luggage. And I have my, I travel with my gym bag inside of there too. It's just a little backpack. Um, so I keep an uh, air tag in my gym bag as well. So I have two air tags in my luggage um, to be able to track my. Um, so 
while I'm seeing it, I'm like, okay, it says my bag is at the airport. So my bag is at this airport because my um my tracker says it's here. So she is um so the agent is um she was like, okay, cool. Well, let me find out what's going on. And she was like, we don't I was like, do you have any other bags that maybe somebody got my bag? I have a, a Samsonite bag or whatever. You know, nothing super fancy, just the Samsonite. At you know, all. Nobody took it to yeah. me. They took the Samsonite. Yeah. And matter of fact, that was a gift. That was a gift for um I got that uh that uh, gift from um from Katira. Um, I think a year or so ago, I believe. Oh, is that why she's she trying to say the half of the set? Fine. Wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> you ain't catch the shade, Paul. You ain't catch the shade. What in the world? What he's trying to say is you gave him that cheap behind Samsonite bag while you walk you know around. It's That's like we, he, he uh, tried to do it quick. He's married to travel with. He would travel with our own bags. I was like, Larry, on this trip, Katira had the carry on version of this missing bag. So when they're like, Well, what does it look like? He's like, It looks just like this one, but bigger. So, wait a minute, was it part and of the also, set? Yes, but T yeah, still yeah. has the smaller bag of the set. Well, you ain't yeah. got a bag yet. We talked about this last season, how you said you was going to get your own luggage. She did. We got it for her for Christmas. Oh, my God. We did. Okay, wait, wait, wait. Well, okay, she's time. frozen. Okay, time. So, wait. Did, did you, did she buy the set for herself for Christmas and just split it up and then Larry? No, got she got it in the way bag for Christmas. She got oh, in the way oh, bag oh, for okay, Christmas. okay, got you. Yeah, got yeah. You. All right. But so I also want to preface this by saying that like before the trip, like that morning, I for Christmas got air tags and I still had not cracked the box open. And I was like, something don't feel right in my spirit. As much as I've traveled, I've never worried about that before, you know, and I'm like, I'm about to tag, I'm about to air tag these bags. Everything. Because I'm thinking that it's going to be some mess. My bag's going to get lost. Let me air tag my bags with everything that we see going on in travel news. Like I was saying in the travel updates. Yeah. So I air tagged my bags right before we met for formation. Right before we met, I air like I air tagged mine like basically on the way out of the door. And Larry is so prepared that he was the one, he has a luggage scale. And so he was the one with the handheld luggage scale weighing all of our bags, our large bags that we thought may be over. Your boy was prepared. I mean, he did Love it. Like, he pretty much Love stays it. packed all day. Love I mean, mm-hmm. although he is recently retired, congratulations. Thank He's, you. Thank you know, you. I would imagine a life, a career spent on the go, even though he may or may not forget his draws sometimes when you go to Ohio. But who don't forget their draws sometimes? Okay. Yeah, we're so, not going to let you live Okay, but anyway, so hold let's get, I don't want to get too far off track. Right. So you check your air tag location and you realize, okay, I'm not going into panic quite yet because I can see that geolocator on my air tag says the bag is in here. Now Correct. what happens? So I asked the baggage claim agent, I said, um, okay, since my bag isn't here, 
is there another bag that is here that somebody may have picked my bag up by mistake that looks like mine? And she said, no, we don't have any bags left over on this flight. Everything has been claimed. So my immediate thought goes to my bag is stolen. Um, and then I thought like, right. okay, cool. Um, you see what these prices look like out in these streets. People are marking up prices, price gouging and all kind of stuff. And people trying to be like, you know what? Let me pop up at this airport. Let me grab a bag and let me go and let me see what's in it. Maybe I'll get lucky because I got a lot. I had a lot of new stuff in it because I've been planning for this trip. So Which I had my new gear in it. Which you had in it? I just had a whole lot of Nike stuff or whatever. He had some beats by Kim and a Fuchi bag and some Fuchi slides. <laughs> No, he had those new hoochie daddy shorts that they're talking about on the oh, internet. Oh, you had the uh, upside down pineapple and flamingo hoochie daddy shorts. Oh, Ooh, daddy. His whole <laughs> so, so while while we're talking to the uh, baggage claim um, lady, I'm like, okay, cool. Let me check again. So by this time, Diego comes over, um, and I check again, and it says. My bag is outside of the airport. Um, like, and so I'm like, okay, cool. Let me run outside. Let me go through this door right here. And let me go around the other door to see if I see anybody standing waiting on a ride with my black bag because I'm about to pull up on them. And, uh, and Diego with me. So we good. And so um, I walk around the airport. I see nobody standing out there with my bag. So I circle around, come back in. Um, I do the claim form with the lady. She gets all my information, my phone number, email address, um, on what my bag looks like. Um, and I'm like, okay, and everybody's, I don't want to say everybody was kind of like, oh my God, your bag is stolen. I'm like, oh, I'm good. Uh, this ain't this ain't my first time that I had a bag, I got a bag. Not everybody. Whatever. Toby. <laughs> Tuesdays with Toby was just like, oh. <laughs> It's just temporarily missing. It's probably in the back somewhere. Uh, uh that is very yeah. optimistic. I like that. So I was, so I was like, okay, cool. I got some shorts in my bag and a t-shirt or whatever. So, hey, and my slide. So I'm like, hey, um, what are we waiting around for? This bag is gone. So by the time we left the airport and we got to rent a car. I saw that my, no, so back up a little bit. So Diego goes and get the deputy sheriff. The deputy sheriff comes over there and starts talking to me and telling me what to do or whatever. And she's like, we're located. And I'm showing them, the, I'm showing them everything on my phone, where the bag is at. And it was like, oh, the bag is heading to in, into Destin right now to the beach, you know, away from the airport. And I'm like, yeah, it looks like the bag was traveling because it was on the road. And I'm like, cool. So the, so the deputy, she's giving me all the information. She was like, well, it's two different counties. And depending on the jurisdiction, that's who you're going to have to call. But the bag needs to be stationary or whatever for a while for us to be able to, uh, you know, go and knock on somebody's door and locate the bag. Okay, cool. All right, got it. She gave me all the information, told me the different counties of who I need to contact. And she was like, well, let me get your information so I can go ahead and call in a preliminary report for it or whatever. So all you have to do is call. So I'm like, all right, cool, bet, let's roll. Um, so we go get the rental cars or whatever. Um, got the rental cars and it was like, oh, what you gonna do? You ain't got your bag. Uh, we good. I, when we get to this Airbnb, I'm gonna change up my shorts 
and we go and we gonna live it. We gonna find out where my bag is at, um, because I can see it. So, um, it was like, oh, do you want to go straight there or whatever? Nah, we got everybody in these cars because we got these cars is packed with people with uh with with people, and so I'm like, nah, we need and to kind of get. <laughs> yeah, we had a newborn baby. So we get to, uh, we're on our way to the, um, to our Airbnb. And so we are right around, I'm checking, I'm driving and I'm checking during the whole time um, to see where my bag is at. So my bag is saying that it's at the public grocery store in the parking lot. It's been saying that for quite some time. And um, so when we got there, it was very tempting. It was like, you don't just go over there or whatever. I was like, nah, let's, let's, let's drop these baggage right around the corner or whatever. And uh, it was tempted. I wanted to go. And, you know, my thought was like, hey, you know, Diego and Dion, us, we can go and, and you know, ladies, they, they, you know, they, they do whatever. They to, you know, experience another what we about to um, pull up on because we don't know what we about to pull up on. Uh, all I know is... Um, all I know is of everyone he named out of that crew, the person that he probably should have had with him. Okay. Was me. <laughs> was you. I'm about to say, so you wasn't going to bring your sister. I was like, so you didn't bring Ty. <laughs> the first person, if I got to pull up on somebody about okay. anything, that's, that's I'm calling up, That's the pull up partner, right? Pull up partner. Oh, yeah. All day. Since the 99 and the 2000. 99 and the 2000 cash money records. And we're yes. gonna get some chicken because you know Publix got that good chicken and um cake. But anyway. Oh, you know. You know we got chicken and cake from Publix. <laughs> but okay, but get into it. Okay, we're not so even the at the we haven't even checked in. Mm -hmm. mm. All right, so there we are. We're at the traffic light. Almost at the Airbnb. The Publix is right here, and the Airbnb is about, I think, less than a mile away. And so we go to the Airbnb, drop the bag. I'm real anxious to kind of like, I ain't got no bag. All I got is my backpack, but I'm about to go and uh, change real quick. And um, everybody's going to use the bathroom, get situated, and we're going to head back out. Um, so it's kind of split up in cars. Um, and so by this time, by the time everybody dropped their bags, got situated, and got back in the car, my bag is now at Walmart. And so um, Walmart... Can be, you know, because the bag moves, the, the people move. They move from the public to Walmart. Cool. Right. I'm just wondering so, why these people are running errands with stolen goods in the car. <laughs> 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 I'm just like, you're not a little guilty. That go home. Go home. Drop off the drop off the loot and then go do like go get your milk. Go pick up school uniforms. Like, why is you running errands? Because it's probably their mama's car, and they borrowed the car because mama said go and get the stuff on this grocery list. Oh my god! Well, they got super Walmart's down there. So, did you go to Walmart, Larry? Yeah. So I know, kind of Walmart can be a little. It can be a little hood sometimes. Um, it's, it's it's not your target. Um, so I was like, all right, cool. I'm ready. I, I wasn't, I was, yeah, I am a little, a, little, a little, but hey, it is what it is. So half of the one car went to the restaurant and the car I was driving, we went to Walmart and I was like, all right, my air tag says my bag is right here in this area, right here. It's one of these cars. So we parked. 
in the back, kind of in the back of the middle of the parking lot kind of deal. And so me and Dion, we pop out the car, whatever. Um, so I wasn't prepared. Let me let me just pause here for a second. I wasn't prepared. So I had on slides. I didn't have on shoes. So I didn't know if I was going to have to knock somebody out. And I was like, crap, I got on slides today. Like, like. So I'm like, I got slides on. So the last thing you're going to see me do is coming up out these slides. Uh, in a park, but like the people in that uh, Disney video, <laughs> there were some red slides that went flying. <laughs> you can use that chocolate. Diego don't care about them slides. You use that chocolate. I was gonna, you can go. I, like it's about to be a fight with chocolate. You just go. <laughs> no, go. Yeah. So me and Dion, we pop out the car. And so I'm like, all right, cool. It says this over here in one of these front parking spots. Dion is walking one way, I'm walking the other. So I have my phone in my hand and I'm able to kind of, so once you, it's a, it's an Apple, um, it's, it's um, to Apple. So it's, you go to find my iPhone or find my items and you can, it'll give you the directions to get to your bag. It'll tell you what direction you need to walk um, and how close you are to it. So I get up to like the couple front parking spaces. And um, and so I just try to make uh, a little discreet, but you know, that discreet because we walk in the parking lot just back and forth. And so every time I start walking away from these two cars, um, it, it starts dropping and it starts pointing me back to the car. So um, Dion is on the other So I was like, all right, cool. let me walk over to Dion or whatever. And because uh, it was two people sitting in the car. It was a guy and a girl. The guy was in the driver's seat and um, female was in the passenger seat. And uh, and I said, Dion, it's between these two cars over here or whatever. Uh, I think it's the I think it's this blue car over here. And so um, we were like, okay, cool. So we started walking over there, and um, and so I got a little bit of wisdom. And so people were in the car, so I'm like, all right, cool. I think it's this car. Uh, I think it is. And so we kind of walked over to the car. And so by this time of us kind of pacing back and forth in the parking lot and walking, um, I can see the couple in the car starting to notice us and starting to uh, look around. And so I'm like, okay, let me walk back over here real quick. So walk back over there by this they get ready back out of the car, whatever. Um, because what I did want to do is, I don't want to walk up on somebody in their car. I don't know what you got in your car. Um, so um, I, I don't want y'all to read about me. And, you know, I didn't want anybody to read about me and Destin on, on, a, on a trip over a bag. Um, Absolutely. So, so what I did was we, um, we walked around the car back out or whatever and took off. And so they didn't speed off or anything like that. And so I told Toby, I was like, hey, take a picture of that license plate right there. Um, she took a picture of the license plate uh, and everything. And so Dion is like, yeah, that's them. And so Dion went all the way to the far end of the parking lot as they were leaving to see what direction that they were going and everything like that. So. I'm like, okay, Dion went to the major intersection and was like, oh, I'm about to see where they're going. And so they went all the way around and they turned and went the other way or whatever. 
And so I'm still seeing my bag. Um, I can still see the, see the live up. It's maybe every five, five to 10 minutes or so or whatever. And I'm thinking that the people maybe didn't have a, a, a Tiffany iPhone. is so petty. Tiffany has this pretzel and she's like, do, 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 do across the screen. <laughs> Mimicking what Larry bag, was seeing. The bag traveling and made a left right here at the wall and went from the public and made a left at the Walmart. Now we on the way out. The oh God! Okay, so so what happened next? Did y'all call? Like tell them what 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 happened next after the Walmart parking lot? So at the Walmart parking lot, I was like, okay, they told me to call the deputy sheriff for this county. So I called. Um, called the um, the deputy, gave him the tag number, gave him the information on the car, um, and then they was like, a deputy will be out there. So I'm a little antsy. We waited about on the parking lot, um, and then I was like, you know what? I'm about to leave. I see where this bag is at. I'm about to go and follow them. Like I want my bag back, and so. As soon as we were getting ready to leave out the parking lot, the deputy pulled up. So um, we, we turned, went back to the back of the parking lot. I flagged him down or whatever, got the report and everything. Um, and they had to figure out what jurisdiction the bag was in. It was like when it finishes moving and they get to a residence somewhere, we should be able to go and knock on the door. And once we encounter them and see what their reaction is, we can determine if the bag is stolen or if they picked it up by mistake. Um, and then we'll kind of go from there. So I'm like, okay, cool, bet. Everybody else is at the restaurant eating. So I'm like, all right, let's go to the restaurant, Dion. Uh, went to the restaurant, um, sat down, started eating. I got a phone from the deputy, got a phone call from the deputy sheriff. Uh, he was like, um, hey, I got some news for you. He was like, person that has your bag just called the airport and saying that they picked up the wrong bag. And uh, when they got to their spot, they realized that um, they had the wrong bag and they are coming to meet me at the Walmart that you just left from um, to deliver the bag. And so what I'll do is once I get my possession, um, I'll come up here and meet me. Um, and I'll have you look through the bag to make sure all of your items are in your bag. So I'm like, I'm not at Walmart. And he was like, oh, no problem. I can come to wherever you are. So once he got the bag and met the people, um, so we were at the dinner table, at the lunch table, kind of chatting it up. He was like, oh, is he going to ask this guy, like, you know, questioning, like, hey, let me see your boarding pass. You know, where are you traveling in from today? And, and all of this stuff. And he was like, and so I called him back. And asked that he was like, yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, you know, do some questioning and see what was, you know, see what's going on with him. So, um, he calls me back and says, hey, I got your bag. I'm coming to you right now. Okay, cool. We just got finished eating lunch. Um, so I walked outside. He pulls my bag out of the car. Um, I go through my bag, and it looks like everything is in my bag, um, for the most part. And so, um, I asked him. I was like, hey, um. Did you ask some questions or whatever? He was like, checked out. Um, he was like, uh, they said, yeah, we traveled today. We're here for my mom's uh, wedding or whatever. Um, and and I got to my hotel and I realized that when I opened the bag, um, 
Well, when I started to open a bag, I realized that my combination wasn't working on the bag. Uh, I was like, well, I don't know what that was about, but because my bag wasn't locked. Um, but <laughs> right. my question was, so you got a locked bag? Because I wouldn't imagine you have that. Right. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't have my. I didn't have my bag locked. So okay. I'm like, okay, cool, whatever. So he was like, um, he was like, yep. Yeah, they said they're here for their mom, um, his mom's wedding or whatever. So I was like, okay. And so the deputy sheriff was like, you know, the important part is you got your bag back. Kind of like, all right, don't don't worry about all that. But I want to be, you know, I want to be like, all right, let me figure out what's really going on. But I kind of just let it. I kind of just let it slide. And so I got my bag. Back. I didn't let it slide though. I was like, so if they took the wrong bag, where is Where's their the bag? bag? Because the people at the airport told us bags. there are no more bags. Yeah, because that's literally exactly where my mind just went. I'm like, well, if you didn't, there should have been an extra wrong bag that looked just like mm -hmm. your bootleg Tumi bag, your Fumi mm -hmm. bag. At the airport, so did y'all take an extra bag? And also, where did the situation with the lock come from? Because if you knew you had a let's play make believe, if you knew you had a lock with a combination on there and there was no combination lock on Larry's bag, that right there was enough to tell you when you picked the joint up that it wasn't your ones. Mm -hmm. So, your story ain't well, his bag yet. had a lock on it, he just didn't have Larry's bag wasn't locked. He didn't right. have a code put in there, so it was like and then Larry, I caught you say for the most part. So what was the not most part? Yeah. Where the stuff where your stuff at? Because I'm ready to go. I'm I'm on I'm so on I, time. I'm not gonna act up in front of the popo because I know better. Yeah, I, I did say the for investigation the most part. ain't over. But he didn't know, so did. at the time he just kind of flipped through because his bag was probably at the 50 pound limit. So he just kind of skimmed through it and was like, mm -hmm. okay, for the most part, everything looks like it's here. Everything okay. with tags, like mm -hmm. everything is here. That's what he meant by for the most part. But oh, you mm -hmm. know, I recorded the whole encounter. We we walked out of that restaurant together with record pressed. <laughs> like we have the footage. And if you go to Tuesdays with Toby, you'll see part of it in her video from Destin as well. But I'll upload some of the footage to our GOG pages. Because yeah, it was a whole a whole encounter. And Toby was yeah. still holding on to hope that that bag was not stolen. That <laughs> it was just mistaken identity. So was it just mistaken identity? Is the, where are we at with it um, present day? Yeah. Now that so the trip has gone on, and where are we at with the conclusion of did these so, try play you? So my my thought is that we had an almost encounter, and they know we were on to them, and they know that in a picture of license plate point. You like you know what? Let's just call it the airport and say we got the wrong bag, and and kind of turn us just kind of wipe our hands from the situation so we can move <laughs> on. So because we don't know what we don't know these are like following us um following us and, and tracking us down or is there something in the bag i don't know if they thought that i had a tracking device on the bag or what but i did i had two of them so um Larry. i think it was just oh go ahead. Mm -hmm. go ahead so i think it was the fact that we got we know what kind of vehicle they were in and the license plate tag and they were just like hey 
let's just go. This is the easy option just to like turn this bag in because we don't know who this person is. Hey, he could have he could have five stuff that we could be in major major hot water or whatever. So um yeah. Larry, remember when you were tracking that bag and you and and it looked like the bag stopped in the water <laughs> and we thought that they had ditched the bag, you know. Baby. <laughs> case honey because no, my, it probably i this is my having heard all of this and trying to mm -hmm. think of it from an objective place i think that initially it might have been a mistake i think that once they got to the car they realized this ain't even our bag but whatever right what whatever so i'll just screw it just take it like an Amazon package. I don't know why people steal Amazon packages. Same thing. Let's well, toss up. Might come up with something good. Once they realized, not only did they see y'all two brown folk at the Publix, but also at the Walmart, and you snapping pictures and circling a car like a shark, they're like, oh, crap. That's probably the people who bag we took what we finna do. That's what it sounds like to me, because otherwise... If I had accidentally taken someone's bag in a small town like Destin, Florida, I'm mm -hmm. not going to call the deputy sheriff. That's that's what, what the red flag for me that they already knew they had taken somebody's stuff prior to that. I'm not going to call the police and be like, oh, I just left the airport. I took somebody's bag. I'm going to go to the airport and be like, hey, here's somebody's bag. That's not a police matter. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, well, the police don't care. You took somebody's bag. You know, so my, I, my, I kind of think on that, too. My thought process is they probably have more than just your bag. They probably had quite a few bags. Yours was just the only one that was tagged. That was tagged. And so it's easier for them to... Steal the other, let's say they stole six bags. It's easiest for them to steal the other five if they just return the one that clearly the owner is fine, is has a tag on. And it's easier for them to call the police and say, hey, I have this bag. And the police can kind of leave them alone and they can do whatever they want with the other five bags that they that's what it sounded like to me. Like this is not mm -hmm. the first yeah. time that they've ever stolen a bag. So it's easier for them to admit the just like kids do. It's easier for me to admit the thing that you pre, I'm pretty sure you already know, and that way I can get a, I can get away with all the things that you don't know. Because maybe not they may they might not be luggage thieves, but well, they probably stole some stuff before. I bet you they go into the bodega and they take now or laters. I guarantee you they didn't stole some now oh later from a bodega before. Oh my god. Guarantee it. And who your mama? Where her wedding at? Where her wedding That's at? what we no. Show, show us the wedding invite. Because they had plenty of time yeah. to cook up their story. Mm -hmm. But so what I wanted to go over were just like some tips and things to do. If you feel like your your bags are lost, and these came from the Points Guy website, so it just says to first and foremost be patient because a lot of times, depending on the size of the airport, 
which wasn't the case when we were investing. It no, can it take <laughs> right. <laughs> it can take thirty to forty-five minutes for luggage to come out. So you know, try try your best to be patient. Look elsewhere. So if it's not at that carousel, you know, double check, double check with like the holding areas and the offices that they have there for each of the airlines. Dude, this is the one that Larry just absolutely nailed. Stay calm. He was so calm throughout this entire process. All of us were far more worked up than he was, but that's because what I'm going to talk about a little bit a little bit later. He was like, "Let my bag not show up. I'm about to pay me. <laughs> I'm about to pay me." <laughs> so back to uh, real quick, since you mentioned huh? that last episode, Larry, you better have listened to last episode. But last episode, we briefly talked about travel insurance, and my question now now that you said that is, let's play make believe that you're because now I'm going to put air tags in all my bags. I don't check a lot of bags, but now I am. So thank you for that. But my question though is let's play make believe and you didn't have an air tag. The bag is just gone. These people ain't turning into no bags. That's what it is. Mm-hmm. Can you claim that? Like you can. I'm going to talk reason? about that. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to talk yeah. about that. Okay. So then it talks about how to report a missing bag. Larry pretty much went over the steps. So first things first, locate the baggage desk for the airline that operated your final flight inform them about your bag going missing, and then you'll file the missing baggage report. Uh, And then you ask them like, hey, what will the airline cover? So if bags are lost or delayed, the reimbursements can differ. So it just states that Alaska Airlines will allow reimbursement for travel essentials. American Airlines will reimburse for items you need immediately while away from home without your bags. Delta, reasonable expense reimbursements of generally $50 per day for the first five days. United Airlines reimbursement for expenses. uh, And it just says based on acceptable proof of claim. And then for Southwest allows for reimbursement of reasonable, reasonable expenses. And what to do if your baggage is delayed. Um, they just say, make the airport come to you. You know how they may say, kind of like the officer did. They just suggest that if the airline is like, oh, your bag is here now. You can come get it. Make them deliver the bag to you. Mm-hmm. I did what I was supposed to do. Yeah, mm-hmm. you did. You did exactly mm-hmm. what you were supposed to do. If you have to go shopping for items, go ahead and go shopping. for Those essential items, clothes, because they have to be reasonable purchases. Underwear. But keep all the receipts. Mm-hmm. Underwear. <laughs> keep, but keep all your receipts. Continue to track your bag. And then um, escalate it when necessary. So if you are not getting a response, because we got his bag back the same day, but let's say days had gone by in that instance, or like all these thousands of bags that are missing right now across the world in airports. Sometimes you have to escalate it to a higher power, if you will. And we all know that right now, the highest power is social media. So one of the things that they suggest is if you're not hearing back from customer service, is to jump on social media and be like, hey, my bag turned up missing because everyone is on social media and these businesses, these 
20s they do not want a bad rep so they get back to you twitter but if you have an worse uh-huh but yeah, if you have like an elite an elite mm-hmm, if you have like an elite status with an airline like natasha talks about how they fly with delta like if you're elite with delta use that elite status customer service to help you also a little bit further um the article also talks about credit card reimbursement so they only have the chase sapphire reserve chase sapphire preferred united explorer and the bank of america platinum rewards credit card benefits listed but if you have a travel credit card check your benefits because for all of these cards if you have um a missing bag if the delay is up to six hours and you booked with the card okay so that's always the caveat you have to book a portion sometimes the entire trip or flight with that credit card you can get reimbursement for up to a hundred dollars per day for five days and those so, um those are those cards for the 50 percent of america who has exceptional credit just let me mm-hmm. asterisk that the rest of us, yeah. Johnny, just going to get the insurance policy. Because the first two say cards that I named, I have one and Larry has the other. Mm-hmm. So that, um, yeah. What were you saying, Natasha? I was going to say, if you kind of piggybacking on this comment about travel insurance. So let's say you, you booked on your travel card and you also purchased travel insurance. Just because you get your bag back doesn't mean you can't file a claim. Correct. I have done that. So if I, I, my bag was uh, delayed by two days, I think, and I applied for reimbursement through my credit card, and then I filed a claim through my insurance, and I was able to yeah, get, the, get the claim. Because it's still an inconvenience, and you still right. have to, even though there may be things that that $50 a day may cover, if you're in a place where... I'm, I'm sure we'll talk about this in a future episode, but like when my husband and I were in Bali and we literally lost almost everything because of a terrible situation on a boat, when we got back to shore, we, we had, if it was a porous item, anything from clothes to shoes, like even new luggage, like I had to get rid of my suitcase. That right. $50 a day is not going to cover a brand new suitcase. Not it's either. just not. But if you have travel insurance, you can make that claim. And usually that travel insurance will start off at about $500. So, yeah. you know, that's, so you that's a, that another benefit of getting travel insurance. And like, if your luggage is lost, generally speaking, it takes about 14 to 21 days for an airline to, to really classify your bags as lost. Of course, they're going to make you jump through hoops, filling out paperwork and, you know, oh, well, list every single thing that was in your luggage and how much you paid for it. And oh, and the receipts, by the way. And I know Larry traveled. A lot of his clothes were new for this vacation. But had they not been and he didn't have receipts, like how can you really, really prove that? But they list that if you're traveling within the United States, carriers must set their limits for compensation for a lost bag at no less than $3,500. And that's within the U.S. Correct. Amounts vary by country. 
So that's why he was so calm because he knew this going in and he was like, I'm about to collect this 35 hundred. So you on it. New luggage. On it. How many new beats luggage like can you get for 3500 <laughs> USD? Right. You can get a whole right. place of beats New luggage, <laughs> new air tags, new, new luggage. So he was not <laughs> everything. Yep. So he was not, he was absolutely just not um not worried. It does say that United Airlines, they offer a flat fee, um, like payment option of 1500 because they don't put you through all of the hoops all of the hoops that i said before of like what um where did you buy it when did you buy it and all that stuff they don't they don't put you through all that so theirs is a little lower that's a, that and that's an integrity fee like look you know you ain't had that <laughs> but some uh rainbow clearance right outfits and a fuchi bag go on take this 1500 yep. and leave us alone we don't feel like doing investigation so look though they got me with the end of this and it says to um in order to reduce the chances of lost or delayed luggage you want to keep your itinerary as simple as possible you know what i mean least amount of layovers and plane changes that type of thing keep all your essentials and your valuables in your carry-on bag backpack carry-on luggage whatever purse and then they just say always bring a carry-on <laughs> That's number three, always bring a carry on. And so this was really my first time having to check luggage. Mm -hmm. And that was because the big Larry's face is all turned up. Larry knows I will leave on a weekend trip or I can go on like a four day trip. I used to could, I used to could before the baby with just a backpack. We went on an eight day cruise and neither of us checked a bag. Mm -hmm. Backpack I, and a carry-on. I, I, if mm -hmm. I do not have to check, and the, actually the last, when I went to Pum Pum Con, the only reason I checked a bag is because I knew I was bringing back that Mama Wana and some Stop whatever lip calling it Pum Pum Con. Thank you. What I was I just going to say that. Gonna look I was it up. They looking it up. Larry, Larry, do you see how they gang up on me? I'm trying to. I'm explaining to them how I went on a wonderful trip to Pum Pum Kana. Not even need that, Larry. Where Where do you think Pum Pum Kana is? I have no idea. And hey, here's the trigger. Hold on. Wait a minute. No, don't say anything. And Larry has been there. Larry has been there because we went when we went on our cruise. You know, so you like you've been to Pum Pum Con and you ain't wait, why are you looking like that crazy Larry? <laughs> because he still not know that it's Punta Cana, Dominican Republic. Okay. And the Dominican Republican. No, you uh uh there's no teeth in that word. There's no teeth. <laughs> None. Y'all heard what None. I said. Okay, y'all. So so that was our topic of the day. Long story short, like these air tags, we Bag them and tag them. Bag them and tag them. As a mortuary, excuse me, as a former mortuary affairs specialist in this here United States Army and the greatest nation of the earth. Amen. Bag them and tag them. I'm here for it. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag 92 mics. Hashtag. Oh my God. Wait a minute. Maybe that's what we should name this episode. Because, you know, I, I tried tag your it. 
I tried. Catch, catch me if you can. Let's go. Bag them and tag them. episode today. Hashtag yeah. 92 mics. <laughs> So, but look, though, I I do have one more thing to say, too. I do. What's up, Red? Um, so, yeah, I did remain calm, but, however, I know if I had to encounter somebody, and, um, because I can match their energy, whatever they, whatever they throw in, I can match your energy, I promise you. So, (laughs) that was, that was my calm stuff. Uh, so, Larry said he uh, retired now. He ain't got ain't no clearance on the line. I'm yes, he does. Okay. Whatever. <laughs> All right. So this week, you guys, we actually have a gala rant. So I'm going to kick it over to Katira. Katira, are you ready for for our first in podcast gala rant? Yes. Oh, I'm just point, before I start. I have a special guest. So if she she starts talking. Please ignore her. She thinks she's growing and pay bills, but she don't. Hey, lady. Um, first of all, we are not going to speak ill of my client on this. You hear my baby say hot Not going to happen. So I kind of okay. So two gallery. This is in, in in line with our topic of the day, since we did go on our family trip. Hey, um, baby. We uh, chose an Airbnb, which is common for everybody nowadays because it offers so many flexibilities when you're traveling with a big group of folks. And, um, you know, they're typically in really nice locations too. Just things you just wouldn't get at a hotel. So we chose the Airbnb, but listen, guys, owners of Airbnbs, this is out of control. The chore list, ridiculous. No, listen, this is your Airbnb, not my Airbnb. Why tours. check out list guy or the tour? No questions. Mind you, we paid like $725 a night for this area. Which question included was, the cleaning fees. So while I'm cleaning anything, I mean the chore list. We gotta take out the trash. Tuesday and Friday, we need to make sure the counters are clean, the dishes are in the dishwasher, sweep the floors, wipe the window seals. Like, who, where is We I, had to put, we had to start the dishwasher, the laundry had to go, and we had to strip all the beds. Mind you, y'all, when I stripped my bed in this chair. <laughs> <laughs> So y'all didn't have to play a y'all didn't I, have to pay the cleaning fee that y'all. I was just gonna either. ask that. How much is the cleaning fee? Because if you have if you pay a cleaning fee, then what am I doing all this work for? Listen, first of all, they were in there with their dog. Cleaning fee, and I'm doing all this work is an issue. What is Why that? Why does that bed look so dimpled? What is going on? What, what kind of bed is that? <laughs> Can y'all see this? You know what? I'm trying to hold it up to the. Uh, oh, I saw. I saw. Message. So I stripped the and was like, oh my gosh, this is what I was sleeping on with my infant. Why is there like multiple giant pee stains on? Oh my, oh. Wait, they didn't have the waterproof mattress cover thing on there? They had a mattress cover on it. The cleaning fee is way too high for somebody to strip their bed and see that. That's too much. No. How much was the cleaning fee? No, I'm trying to pull up the um the actual. I mean, it don't matter second. because so, the mattress pissy. Yeah, exactly. It really doesn't matter because 
You had you charged me a cleaning fee. So what are you doing? No, but I'm look at the light fixtures that I just sent you all pictures of. I, I'm well, asking because not three hundred and twenty-five dollars. Three twenty-five. Okay, so that is enough. I'm enough. This is a house that could be, that could house all eleven of you. So okay. a cleaning fee of three twenty-five. So I'm 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 gonna do my math real quick. You're charging seven twenty-five a night. Y'all stayed for what four nights, right? No. That, we, uh. Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, five nights. So that's oh, no. a little over $3,500, give or take. Not probably closer to like $3,600. So $3,600, and I'm guaranteeing that mortgage ain't $3,600 a month. So $3,600 plus the $325, I'm, I'm having a hard time as to number one, why the mattress looks like, I don't know, just something out of saw. And why is why are you doing all these chores that I, so, I mean I pay people I get wanting us like, to do the chores I, I understand if they were like these are the chores we want y'all to do but my expectation is for all the other stuff to be done the light fixtures super dusty you see those right. that I sent the light fixtures well, not like, just your dusty cleaners but y'all, I'm about to send you another a, a little video of my friend that I saw in my bathroom when I went to pick up one of the tiles in my bathroom. No. Oh, I am on board for this rant team. <coughs> because here's the thing. So I don't Andrew and my husband and I, we um on our little getaway we did for our anniversary last week, we were talking about like I stripped the when we were leaving out the um hotel room, I stripped the bed. And I was like, you know, just as a person who don't live trifling, I'm leaving a space. I'm going to go ahead and just, it's not spending a lot of time or being extra to just rip the sheets off the bed. A, and make sure I didn't accidentally leave something in the bed, in the bed sheets. I'm put all my towels in the corner of the bathroom yep. and I'm going to strip the bed. But you're it. I'm not doing this for who's making probably less than minimum wage less than minimum wage i'm gonna right. leave them a little bit of a tip in cash or like we saw them every day so i'll hand them a little couple of dollars or whatever okay just as a common courtesy because i don't i don't live nasty in my real life so i'm put all my trash in the trash bag so ask them being like look because everybody is not clean like that so them saying look wipe the dag on counter down and run a dishwasher i don't think that's asking for too much at the airbnb but yeah but and however listen linda what you not finna do is have me paying a cleaning fee on top of the already probably overpriced fee to stay here and you ain't right. clean up with my cleaning fee. Because again, right. the the photo that y'all, you just showed me, listeners, y'all can't see obviously, but it looked like somebody has heavy periods and fibroids and bleeding problems and a bladder issue because they didn't peed everywhere. The mattress is trifling, is dirty, and you got the gall to ask me to pay a cleaning fee and no. clean your house up. Get out of no. here. Don't do we're not doing that. It's bad enough I had to chase my dad on background all trip. And the mattress is cheap. The mattress <laughs> is cheap. First of all, it's not even it's not even a silly black version mm -hmm. i'm saying no, it's, it's low level <laughs> it's low level bj's it's it's members mark, it's Tiffany, members mark. The video i'm sorry is this a roach it's 
It's an animal. It's not a roach. It's an animal. I think it's a water bug. Well, it looks like, like one of them. The water- <laughs> They're in. It's a roach cousin. It's water, a cousin I roach. Say water bugs are roaches. I I don't care what anybody says. It's a roach. Well, cousin. that was in my. I reached down to pick up one of the towels. They didn't leave and us many extra towels. I picked it up. I don't and, think it's a water bug. I think that's a roach. Roach, actually. Now that's that a I've, roach. Made it, I've I've made it bigger, and um, I've seen roaches. Nah. Mm, I grew up with Cleotis. water bugs. I mean, I grew. Up I mean, I think we near the water. It's a water bug, I guess. I, I grew up near water bugs. I grew up with water bugs. Water bugs that flew across the room, mind you. Yeah, them bugs. Water that bugs. is a roach. That is not That's a water bug. So <laughs> this was our Airbnb, oh. um, and it was like technically, it was nice and it was a nice, nice location. The house was nice. I mean, considering like space wise and everything. So T, did you write the uh, the review? Or did you reach so out I, to I, I have let me tell you why I have not written the review. I have written the review. I have not sent it yet because I feel like I have more to say and I wanted to get to I wanted to know if you guys wanted me to add anything else. I just haven't sent it. Email so it to me because you know if then, I can't do nothing um, right, I'm a write a letter. Any of the folks Hello? who stayed at the Airbnb wanted me to add anything else, but I definitely intend to be like what are y'all doing with the cleaning feet because this is just nasty and uh, you know i i agree with you tiffany uh in terms of like how you carry yourself when you're at home and then what you do when you are at your own personal you know when you're at your when you're vacationing those same principles my issue though is that there is a level of expectation from me as the occupant of your airbnb that was not received from you based off of my level of expectations of what you're you're providing um because not only did we have to clean up the entire house and not get compensated for it there were absolutely no extra sheets and no extra um um towels or anything nothing and then they said don't take the white towels to the pool so we're thinking there are other towels in the house. Like, okay, are there blue towels for me to take to the pool? Like, yeah. what, right. what are the towels? Because there's a pool in the neighborhood. They have wristbands. They give you 10 bands mm-hmm. to go to the pool. The pool's right there. Very nice pool. No extra towels at all. We had to go buy towels. Oh, it's nah. just it's it's nah. it's like and it the was thing probably raggedy towels, itchy towels. You have an Airbnb. And this is your business, right? There are expectations when it comes to your business. And so you need to follow those expect. You need to adhere to those expectations as you wish that your visitors adhere to the expectations you have of them. So listen, because I'm a little patty. I just feel like if you don't live up to your expectations, I really don't have any need to do any of the that part to me. There you go. Because I mean a fair game, period. So that's yeah, how I felt, is. you know. I, I, it was, I feel and I, 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 like I said, I'm. I don't have a problem with cleaning up and stripping the bed and making sure when I leave a place it's conducive um, to how I, I found it. But right. 
not when you left it bad too like yeah and that's the thing like you know and it bothers them because we all have you know we travel with small people and one of the things that i try to make sure our children understand is that regardless of how we found a place we want to always try to leave it a little bit better than how it was when we got there adults Mm -hmm. gonna deal with the adult side of that because number one i'm not staying in nobody in a place that's trifling i'm going to end up cleaning your house anyway because i'm staying here for five days and i don't i have allergies I, i'm gonna probably dust your lamp off because i have to stay here so what mm-hmm. you ain't finna do is have me run me my cleaning fee that's what you better yeah. do and knowing people who have who do airbnb um you know on the side whether it's for their personal home or whatever i know a few people who do um like the airbnb thing that's not a good it's not a good practice and unfortunately like we talked about before it's always going to be a handful who just can't get right they see an opportunity Mm -hmm. like the bag thieves see a little Mm -hmm. come up and they're going to try it you tried to write Mm -hmm. one today larry what were your thoughts on the house um i thought the towel. i think i thought the towel a little bit um some of the stuff kind of just thrown in there. Um, so sometimes when I go to the uh, Airbnb, sometimes I think they go to like thrift stores and be like, oh yeah, this look like it'll be good. All right, how much is it? Five dollars for this? Uh, and I'm in the house or whatever, and you're making a lot of money. But if you are if you have an Airbnb and you're making a substantial amount of money, I think you should have it in a good way that somebody would want to stay there. Um, that it's a nice, clean place and it's accommodating for them because right. you know they're on vacation. Um, and so just make sure accommodations and that you want to, you always want to make sure that you can, like, what can I do to make this experience better for my next guest? Um, you know, can I add some aluminum foil in there? Can I get more than one roll of paper towel? Um, and, you know, different things like that. Um, and can I get more than four pods to go into the dishwasher? The wash dishes. Um, uh, can I get more than a little uh, travel size of dishwashing liquid that you're gonna use in two washes? So, like all all of those things, like what, like it doesn't hurt to like. Okay, cool. Let me get a regular household size of of stuff and be like, oh, you need extra paper towels. The paper towels here. I got a whole linen closet of towels or whatever. I don't want to steal your towels or anything like that. I just want to use them because I'm here on vacation and I don't want to go buy stuff. So that's my only my only thing. Well, I probably got more. I'm more likely to I'm more likely to overclean and and do extra if I see that you've done extra for me. And I'm gonna say this right. because remember mm-hmm. I told y'all that when I went to Texas um, a couple of weeks ago, the house was amazing, and you can tell that. Like even in the kitchen, in this one of the cabinets, it was like random spices. <laughs> Random spices, you know, because people come well, we had zero spices in our house. They didn't even have like a salt no. and pepper and a lot. No, we no had salt and pepper. How? You're kidding. No. no. And they booked, no. they said they are you serious? There was so much stuff at the Airbnb in Texas no, because because it was so well equipped. When we were packing up, it's like, all right, it's half a roll of paper towels. Just leave them under the sink with the other half rolls of nope. paper towels. And when we everything with us, I, know, I would too. I would too. Those spices are sitting spice. in my cabinet right now. Oh, I, I got the roll, that- I got the roll of uh, aluminum foil in my pantry right now. <laughs> 
I would say that I think it's twofold. I think it's a twofold problem. So um, Matt's family and ultimately now mine. So my husband's family, um, we have an Airbnb, a house that we Airbnb out west. And one of the things that I have noticed is that Airbnb, the the structure of Airbnb does not do a good job all the time. I, I'm just speaking from, from personal experience. They do not do a good job of holding the people who the people who do your house wrong accountable. So for example, so the so I feel like a lot of what people experience during bad Airbnb Airbnb situations or have are the result of owners who have had poor occupants in the past who have mm -hmm. broken their furniture, stolen the extra towels and the extra sheets, have left all the, you know, stains on their on their right. items and have been so flippant and so and so in disregard of their home. And then when the owners come back to Airbnb and say, hey, like, I would like to hold this person accountable for breaking said things in my home or doing this damage in my home, Airbnb does not always support that. Owner. Oh, that's a problem. Um, that's a business so, issue like, all the way. I don't like that. Exactly. And so, like, for example, there was an issue that we had where the person who stayed in the house clearly stole someone else's information mm. to preserve the house. Mm -mm. And so when the person mm -mm. called to um, say that dispute the charge. credit card had been stolen and dispute the charge, Airbnb reversed the charge. And so we were like, oh, well, we have documentation that shows that somebody was in this house. Like the cleaning people have come. They like these people left late. They left the house in shambles. Like, like we, it was, it was a huge ordeal. Wait, like they had already stayed? They had already stayed. Right. And they had overstayed because they were supposed to leave by like 10, by I think like 10 or 11. And they stayed until like two o'clock. Well, there was another occupant who was coming by 3.30. So the cleaning people usually have, you know, a, a solid like four hours to clean. They mm -hmm. literally had to go through the house and there was, they brought a dog. There's no dogs allowed on the property. Like there was all these things that they had Same. done, and and Airbnb was of zero support. So I feel really? like it, like it, wow. it's twofold. Like oh, we're gonna have to do an Airbnb episode now because we I are. I had you know we as are. as both my business the business mind of me. I think Ty and I the mm -hmm. other day were talking about how why the reason why we sold our homes even though we knew we couldn't make a ton of money by keeping our old homes is that mm -hmm. we didn't want to be landlords because we cannot mm -hmm. realistically expect people to treat our properties with respect mm -hmm. um, is exactly the reason why, you know, the idea of having like a fourplex and Airbnb and it sounds real cute on paper. Um, but if you're running, if you're dealing with a company that's not going to support you when you've been wronged, like mm -hmm. we're upset because we're good tenants 
air quote. Right. We're good temporary tenants of Airbnb. And I, and we and have I do, high like, access. most of the you know what I'm saying? that it's we messed had up. are good. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's messed up because you have, let's say you have 40 Airbnb folks throughout the year. Those five that are crap, that break a table that you now have to spend $1,000 replacing or whatever... It's an issue and you can't help. It's like, well, dad, you know, yeah, I'm making a profit off of this, but come on, like people are trifling, trash right. and trifling, like right. I've been saying, the twits right. be traveling in Airbnb and too. There you go. And on that note. Did you want to go for that very last gala rant related to this episode before we start off? Yeah, I'm going to be quick. Um, I feel like I'm just complaining the whole episode, but for real. So That's what the gallery is all. Trip, though, um, we took our one-year-old. She turned two on the trip on the way to Destin. She was a lap baby. Um, there was a lap ticket for her. On our way back, though, however, my, what was she, 24, 26-hour year old two, my two-year-old who had only been two for 26 hours we had to pay a ticket for uh because that's just how the airline is and it was really odd to me i mean if she was two when we left on a trip that would have been one thing but she was one and she turned two on a trip so it was kind of like the the same like trip itinerary was the exact same same child same weight but we had to pay for her on the way back i think the airlines need to fix that somehow because the lady at the counter was quite confused as to what to do and she was like well, we have to call corporate anyway because even if she tried to just override it um it, it it wouldn't produce a ticket for Delaney. So it was just like, I'm a little annoyed that I had to pay like $130 just to get her back home because I can't leave her at the airport. Not that I would. But why do I have to pay a ticket for? She just turned to like a day ago. So yeah, I did. Like your placenta you hadn't even all the way dropped two years ago. I hadn't even all the way dropped. And y'all over here trying to make me pay $130. She barely too. She, she hadn't barely even nestled on my bosom two years ago yet. So <laughs> it was just, you know, I was just see, like, this is see. ridiculous. And they were can like, you, well, can you file? Like, can you call? Who did you guys fly with? Southwest. Southwest. So can you call Southwest? <laughs> I feel and like they'd like, compensate you. Southwest. They called her. Like they, they would. They had to call corporate. No, I mean like customer service. I know you call corporate, but call customer service and be like, "This was this was insanity. Like I deserve a credit because this this, this it happened over the course of the trip. There's nothing I can do. So to now expect me to make this pay, and I I paid it. So when is my credit? When is my when is when are you gonna refund me my hundred and thirty dollars? That's all I'm calling. That's yeah. a good point. I still think it's dumb. I feel like the age of a ticket holder should be three and above because this two year old still gonna be sitting in my lap. And I just bought a ticket for my bags to sit in. 
because she not occupying the seat. And hey, also, see, I have a question. What I, I got a question as well. Because your camera isn't on. Right now. <laughs> yes. <laughs> your camera's not on, but I can hear her. So I'm just like, ah, so. Larry, what were you gonna ask? So I, I don't know what the process is that when you have a, a child over two, but it seems like birthday or whatever, and that should be caught in a system um when you initially book the mm -hmm. ticket. So mm -hmm. if your return date is saying that it should automatically it should automatically be like, okay, cool. On the return flight, this child will be two years old. So exactly. it's kind of non-issue. Right. It's just a system. But I think in order for them, parameter. in order for them to do that, they would have to account for all people on the front end. So we didn't have to buy, like for Valor, we knew we didn't have to buy a ticket. So I didn't even put that I was flying with a child. That's why they sent us to the counter when we got there so they could make her a ticket because every person has to be on the manifest. So in order for them to catch that, they would have to say, all right, at booking, whether you have a child zero to they just, 99. They don't, you, they don't even allow yeah. you to do that at booking. And then on top yeah. of that, the reason why they had to call corporate is because you can't buy an infant ticket for an infant mm -hmm. without an adult attached to the ticket. Yeah. It was just dumb all the way around. Like yeah, that's I what I was thinking. I'm like, well, how you it? can't even get her right. ticket without you? So how exactly. is that not caught? It's, like, right. It's, right. So it's just really dumb all the way around. And I shouldn't have to have paid for it. But, you know. For if those you make out enough there, you want me to write you a letter for him because I can write a letter and get you your 130 coins back. Listen, I think it's silly. Don't blame me because you it didn't is. get your. Mm -hmm. It is. Who don't go on a birthday trip? Lainey got flewed out for her second birthday, <laughs> and y'all, you want me to pay because she got flewed out for her birthday? Come on, man. Her uncle I feel like that's just like a coding bag. issue at that Shit. point. Like, there's. It's a, a program that they can just yeah. put parameters in and say, okay, cool. Everyone who gets on this flight, they need to be added to the manifest and we'll exactly. determine based off of the date right. of birth um, when if they will be charged. Right. And even, it's, it's, even your baby, Ty, like, yeah, that you shouldn't have had to go to the, they should have known before you even got to Tisa that you were traveling with a baby Tisa. with placenta on her breath. And you heard what we said. I'm Bye, Larry. Bye, y'all. Bye, guys. All right. Thanks for having Bye. me on. Bye.